0: A stu- stu- studio D production. No, Hannah. I'm sorry. I'm not blaming you. i have just—you were giving <laughs> me that look, and so blame that's all. me because
1: I forgot to take my Adderall today. Oh God, we're in what trouble. What if we blame Canada? I'm uh, gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna blame, blame, blame the Canada. fires. I'm gonna blame the fires. I just always think of blame Park. Canada with their flapping jaws and beady eyes. Blame Canada. <laughs> that's all I remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Anyway.
0: I don't we... remember anything. Went to <laughs> sit down. I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story with murdering ghosts and gobbly ghouls. It's all really fucked up, so don't you be fooled. Nice. No. Okay, but yeah, we still It's to. It's family story time. Productions. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to f Up Family Storytime. I'm Salem. (laughs) And I'm Hannah. And here today we have Jess and Belle. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, you were gone for one recording session. I was (laughs) gone for two. I'm just
2: kidding. (laughs) Maybe three. You were gone for a little
0: while. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. I
1: sat in Belle's seat a couple times. Uh Oh, you got Jesse germs.
3: It's okay, now my feet are all over it again.
0: That's okay, I'll
1: still still lick it again to reclaim my
0: territory, (laughs) don't worry. One thing I want to talk about in the podcast is our trip to Savannah. I think that we should mention some of the things that we did, especially our ghost investigation. What do you think, Jess? That's fine. Well, why don't we talk about then our trip a little bit. We're not going to go into too much Uh -uh. detail.
1: No, we're not going to like reveal stories in depth but we might tease some stories we heard like yeah about the lady who bricked up oh. her her lover yeah and, was it her brother who helped her that was i think living so there yeah
0: it was i now i know who you're talking about and yeah they found
1: him with the top hat on that like, was great a hundred years later or something ridiculous like that probably not a hundred years but <laughs> maybe i don't so, know savannah's old from 1733 when it was founded and then before that with the native american peoples who seemed to the way they talked about it seemed to have a great relationship with the settlers, and I wasn't sure if I was buying yeah, that that's, yeah, yeah, the whole that's, time. I,
3: don't know if I buy that either. Uh, yeah. So,
0: um, we took a family trip. It was kind of fun.
3: Um,
1: um, not the uh, whole family.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we took the elder family. We took an old people trip. It was an old people trip. You guys would have Plus been bored. EB. Plus I, Would I have been
3: bored? I am an old people. Do you want to hear the sentences that came out of my mouth to Devin the other day? <laughs> I was like, I think I'm going to take a Spanish class at the rec center.
1: I am an old people. So what did we do in Savannah?
0: Well, we went on a ghost tour, which was was pretty cool. And I really liked the fact that this one thing I liked about it that I also liked about the other tour we went on that was different. I I don't know what I'm trying to say. They had headphones. So like she talked into a microphone and you had headphones, so you didn't have oh, to be yeah. like right next to her. So, you didn't have to worry about hearing her over oh, traffic cool. and other so, people. So and, not
1: the ghost investigation, but the ghost tour we went on what like the second night we were there. That, yeah, and we went with
0: everybody that night. And so that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, it was
1: neat to see of course it was at night. It was neat to see all the the places and hear how this tour guide told the stories of these kind of mm-hmm. legends or things. So yeah, it was neat. And the headphones were awesome because there were, what, probably 15 to 20 people on yeah, the tour? Yeah, it was tour. a big tour. And so if you were in the back, there would have been no way you could have heard our guy. Well, and she
0: didn't have to, like, yell. She yep. didn't have to scream. And you could kind of, like, because we would stop in front of some properties, and so you could kind of wander and look around and still listen that's, to the history. Really it was cool. really cool. Um and then we a few nights later a couple nights later the sisters took a true crime murder tour and one thing that's Ooh. cool about Savannah is it has open container laws like yes, New Orleans I so love
1: that. it or, was or also Vegas strip
0: yeah so it was also like a pub tour so we stopped at different bars along the way got a drink would continue the true crime tour and that one didn't have the headphones but i thought that that was also nice because the group interacted like the first group we went on there was like no interaction between anybody that didn't like come with those people right whereas with the the true crime tour without the headphones people were talking and interacting with her more and interacting mm-hmm. with each other and so by the end of the tour it actually is really cool everybody's talking yeah. and like so that was kind of cool
1: it was a smaller tour group too i think and the and the booze probably helped to loosen people's, <laughs> loosen people's tongues. I mean, yeah. you know, if I'd thought about it, I would have just cracked a beer from the house before we went on the ghost tour and taken it with us. <laughs> yeah, because you could just walk around with whatever. With so that is cool. I mean, everywhere you go has plastic cups that they give you your stuff in because you just take it and you go walk around Savannah.
0: I want that. So we did the true crime tour. We went to the beach and that was really that cool. Was nice. I could honestly I live in Savannah because it has a beach. It has this old history. It's a really cool kind of southern town.
1: I could live in there live in savannah most of the year i think but i would imagine july and august really really hot it was really nice while we were there even in the 80s because you would get that coastal breeze and they had a lot like of in a York. cloud cover but it would probably still be miserable in july and august and i wonder what kind of ice storms they get there uh, in I'm the sure winter they, yeah because uh-huh. they probably don't get snow snow but... i mean i missed colorado and i
0: love colorado there's you know, I, I, I always just, say I could live here, or I could live there, but I want to live here. Here's
3: honestly. the thing, I though, <laughs> is that I always say it, but between the humidity anywhere else in the world, I mean, really just the humidity anywhere else in the world.
1: I could handle yeah. humidity <sighs> without heat. So, like, no. I don't mind a, a rainy, humid, like a San Francisco kind of Because kinda. then it, Seattle, which, like, you, uh, to you the know, bone. No, It's s- like the oh. worst fucking cold. But I would rather put lotion on a hundred times. No, a day. I. Would rather it be cold because I can only take off so much clothing. I have an infinite amount of clothing I can I cover myself up with exactly. to get warm. That's what I think I hate too. It.
0: One of the things, though, that we did that we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the Moon River Brewery or the Moon River Brewing Company, which is a bar that is in Savannah that is in an old building that has been riddled with hauntings for years. And so we got to do not just a tour of the brewery. We didn't just eat there, which we did twice. (laughs) We got to do a ghost investigation with the Truth and Evidence Haunted Tour Guide Company. So that was pretty cool. What, Belle?
3: I just want to interject really quick and say that the shirt that you helped pick out for Kyle is the best shirt that you could oh. have picked out for Kyle. <laughs> oh, which
1: one did we get? It was the the, the 100% chance oh, of yeah. beer, <laughs> weather, whatever. Or, yeah, 100% chance of beer drinking. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah, that was Kyle. Yeah, I, James- James- I saw that. It was like... We should get that one say. Did James like his? Yeah. Did he? Okay. I thought good. that was a good one for James too. Yeah, just pick him. Gay. <laughs> well, I when mean he's, that because, was he because supports, he's a supporter of Yeah, like it, we didn't get him that cuz he's, no, he's gay. Is gay. No, he is I gay. I understand that, but I just want you to know that's not <laughs> that's not why I picked that out for him. I thought he would like it is why I picked it he out because I've shit. seen him wear stuff like Well, he that loves before. you. <laughs> right (laughs) gay shit
3: shit. both at the literal yeah gay and shit henny
0: (laughs) so at our investigation our really cool investigation um we got to use their equipment which was pretty nice Mm -hmm. we got to use um, night vision cameras thermal cameras we had uh recorders to pick up evps and they actually used um, a certain Sony recorder that they would use headphones with. So they said they would get good results with like hearing the EVP through the headphone in live time.
1: Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like a real time, but he said that it only works with that model that they've found. Well, so that's like, kind of only weird. with Sony recorders. I think he said, or, or something just Sony like that. recorders I, yeah. or something like that, which but, was kind of weird.
0: So The Moon River Brewery is in a building, like I said, that has been there for a long time. And they said the building actually encompassed more than where the brewery was at now. So other businesses are in parts of that,
1: right? I thought thought it was bigger, but I thought they put their little outdoor beer garden
0: where some of it was. Where some of it was. I can't remember. Maybe they tore some of it down then.
1: I can't remember if they tore more than that when space there was down, a fire there was like a, i mean damage the, so it could have been lost in and, the fire yeah. so
0: anyway we went up to the attic first and i don't know if you want to give your impression of it it
1: was kind of difficult to get in the mood because there were a fair number of people there it was it was a smaller space like when they said that we would kind of just be split off you know like we could split off into groups and ask questions and do our thing It was kind of small to do that. And then I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, but apparently somebody was getting a lot of activity on something and most of the group kind of gathered around that and they were very excited. So there was a lot of noise. So it wasn't very possible to get off by yourself to maybe actually ask some questions and try to get some EVPs. So it was a little hard upstairs for me. It was hard for me too. But there was some activity
0: up there. I did get a picture that I put on our Facebook page. I don't know if you guys saw that. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a bug flying in front of the camera. Grandpa thinks it was an artifact of some sort. I I question, though, if it is something. Can't say definitively, but it's interesting. They were getting some activity on the spirit box, mm-hmm. and um, the one girl had um, what is it, an Oculus or something like that that gives you the words. Like, she well, had like a phone app or something and she was getting some hits on that. We had the rem pods and they were going off. Mm-hmm. One thing that was interesting is grandpa had his um EMF detector and he was finding like pockets of energy and at one and point he felt like it was fault fo- like something was following him because he was just getting EMF readings everywhere he went. It didn't matter and he said that his arm
1: mm-hmm. was like
0: cold. And like numb kind of ish, you know, like something was there. So I think he was getting some interesting stuff. Uh,
1: I, Me, forever (laughs) being overly logical, no matter how hard I try, being the skeptic, I, I struggled a little with this unknown app that I knew nothing about, whether I was trusting it with people I didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? So it's hard for me to say if what they were all getting upstairs was really happening or not but that's, I, I, I but that's just because i don't know those people and i don't know what app they were using they were doing it on their phone i'm less likely to
0: trust apps on a phone right and, rather than the actual equipment but also but then i was thinking the same thing kind so of but it there. could have
1: all been 100 percent true but then they were like oh everything's coming through in latin which could be true but me being the skeptic i was like eh But when they started translating... (laughs) I'm an asshole, though, too. So when
0: they started translating... So this is where it gets interesting for me, though. Because after we're up in the attic for a while, we moved down into the basement. And we did things a little differently there, where we sat... So the basement, it was kind of like a long hallway-shaped room, um, long rectangular room. And we sat at one end of the room um, in a circle. And one person would go then through this door into like a back storage area and they would put on the headphones, do the Estes method, right, with the spirit box. Do you know what that is, guys? Yeah. You familiar with the Estes method? Since the
1: learners can't answer, it's when one person is cut off from the rest of the group, they can't hear the group, see the group, feel the group. The group asks questions, and the listener interprets what comes through the spirit box through their headphones. Yeah. So to see if you're getting actual... I mean, it gives a little bit more objectiveness to right, the whole cause, thing. Because does what the person back there say they hear through the spirit box, does it relate to a question we ask? Can we correlate it? That yeah, kind of stuff. exactly. And while we were doing this, um, there was a, a
0: woman that went back there. Her name was Sam. And... She was the first one and she was the one that was getting like the Latin through and she was very excited. Like there were a few people that were very excited and they kind of like took charge of the group, which is fine because I'm kind of timid with stuff like that. I'm like, you guys ask the question. I'll just listen for answers. That's fine.
1: Um, but while she was back Couldn't there, be me.
3: I'm taking charge. <laughs> I mean, I had. Eat
1: shit. Get out of the way. But I, I felt like I controlled my natural instincts very well in this setting I no just i want think to you throw that too.
0: out there so
1: but <laughs> while she was back
0: there um doing the Estus me- method there was the music box that had the motion detector so on it that's when it went off and it kind of went off sporadically at first but then as we focused our attention on it it just went non-stop it just mm-hmm. went non-stop for so long that finally micah was like can you stop making the music box go? And he was worried that maybe something in the direction it was pointed because there was equipment back there. Maybe it was setting it off. So he went over and he moved the music box. And then we sat for a long time and it didn't go off. But then he moved it back and it started to sporadically go off for a minute, but then it never went off again. So I think that there was
1: something behind cause he had it directed behind the bar. I there think was there this was a little mini basement bar. I I think prohibition, but nobody <laughs> nobody else agreed with me. But I it kind of had that speakeasy vibe. That feel. Yeah.
0: And uh so there might have been something back there. But then a f- few other people went on the Estes method. During this we were hearing footsteps, like
1: booming footsteps upstairs. It would like, with, like Thundering on the floor. And you could feel it like grandpa, your grandpa says it felt he it felt more like the air was vibrating, but it gave this feeling of like it was vibrating up through the floor through our chairs, even though the stomping was coming from above. But but the way your grandpa says he felt it was more like the air like, it was the whole air vibrating as they made this noise happen. Yeah. Kind of thing. George
3: described it earlier today as thunder, because they were telling me it a little did. bit about <laughs> that. We about like, the way
1: that thunder, like, rumbles your surroundings. Totally. I totally agree with him. And we looked, like, is it storming out? Nope, it's not. Like, yeah. So
0: then after, so one lady went, and she was having a hard time, I think, picking out Because it is hard to discern what the voice is saying in the spirit box you know like you do have to sometimes use some interpretation and go with a little instinct so i could see getting things wrong i could see you know that's why it's nice to have the objective estes method because if you are there asking the questions and you have to be somewhat intuitive to what the, it's saying because it's not very clear it's you're gonna instinctively go easy to, to answer fill the,
1: in those blanks yeah right. but if the other person can't hear then they have to interpret it based mm-hmm. on their own instinct
0: yeah. After that lady <laughs> went, I can't remember her name. Another a guy went and his name was Sam also. Yeah, we had two Sams. And he was getting some good stuff and he was and this is where I started to kind of change my opinion about the app that the girl was using because there were correlations like at one point he said Kevin. And then at one point I think it came up on the whatever that app was it said blacksmith and remember that and then George was like is Kevin the blacksmith here and then there was one girl who was just looking stuff up when we would get names and stuff looking up history of the area and she's like there was a Kevin the blacksmith that lived in this area at this time and just like weird stuff that correlated that made it seem like maybe it wasn't just bullshit.
1: You know, I mean that we were told, but I never saw whatever they found online that said that. That's true. That's just me. That's the role I play. No, I'm not telling you to change your mind, but that's the role I play mostly because I don't trust people. Not because I don't believe in spirits, but because I don't trust people and I never have. I think the music box, my own opinion, I think the music box was something. The music box was weird. Yes. So I saw like, so that's the thing for me. Like I saw what was there. I saw what was going on while it was going off. So for me that's more than like somebody said that a ghost said this or some app said that a, that they picked up this word. But I so the ghost so the music box for me was crazy because I was sitting there. I could mm-hmm. see there was nothing by it and it was just going off. Mm-hmm. I was and able have video to later Yeah, I was able to later walk in front of it and see how I set it well, off. Well, like, George so I was did that when to, we were yeah. setting
0: down. He accidentally walked in front of it just looking around at yeah. shit and set it off and startled himself. And then it took us a minute to realize where the motion detector was because he kept accidentally right. setting it off. And then I was like, why don't we just come over here? Well, and, that, and that's the
1: thing. So that's different for me because I experienced yeah. it. I could and examine the, the equipment and the, the footsteps. I, I'm sorry. I do have to say like they weren't as loud to me as other people made it seem like they were to them like i heard it but it wasn't as like oh to me because they were fairly quiet yeah i thought to
0: me to my maybe i'm going to quiet a lot of the time but then there was a few times where they were really loud and then would be quiet again
1: the ones where i felt to vibrate through me yeah those were a different story like i that's that's me though like i'm not quick to be like oh did you hear that thump that's footsteps I'm more like holy shit do you guys feel what's happening in the air around us like yeah (laughs) this is fucking crazy and I can hear some rumbling upstairs as well (laughs) yeah it was it was definitely an experience and then this is my favorite sorry Salem but this is my favorite when he went back, when he was back there, what, what part? Because I got called a whore by oh, a ghost. Oh, yeah. There
0: was one part where Micah was talking some, kind of talking some shit to the ghost. Micah is,
1: was one of the tour guides. He worked for uh, Truth, Truth and, and Evidence. Truth Sorry, and evidence. I'm like, I know what it is. Um, but anyway, so he was kind of being an ass. And so then we hear from, he wasn't really being an ass. He was just trying to kind of get the ghost to talk and, you know kind of ribbing it a little. That's an old person term for you guys. He was kind of ribbing the ghost a little. <laughs> and, uh And then Sam, who was back behind there, just says, bitch, male voice, <laughs> right? And I was like, holy shit, did he just call Micah a bitch? I was like, did you call, like, are you talking about Micah, I think I said. And then I said something like, because, I mean, no, he's really... Annoying and Micah got all offended. I was like, I'm just Micah was like,
0: Oh, that's the first time I've ever had one of the, the the guest like oh. insult me or something like I that. I was,
1: and I think I snarkily said something like, oh, That's probably not true. Uh, but I was <laughs> like, I'm just trying to antagonize the ghost. And then Sam says, whore and I was like oh my god did you just call me a whore <laughs> that, was, that was the most exciting thing for me was that, that was I got called cool. a whore by a ghost <laughs> that was awesome so now my Chris asked what was up the other day and I was like oh you know me just horn around like I do just being a whore but uh, so
0: Sam was back there for a while and then he started saying that he was having like full body like chills <laughs> and stuff. And then he just starts going waffles. Right. Waffles. And, <laughs> that was and a- nobody
1: knew that waffles was no, the safe We word. didn't. But the-, the tour guides do. Because you yeah. saw, what was her name? Chris- Christy? Was it Christy or Christy? Christy. 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 Micah's like, go get him. Well, <laughs> she jumped up like right away. But what I think the reason part of us were confused is because right before that, Micah was talking about how we should I'll go to Waffle House afterwards. Oh, he did. (laughs) That's right. And and then then Sam said waffles. And we're like, did the ghost just say waffles? That blows my mind. And they're like, oh, no, that's the safe word. (laughs) He was freaked out. He was really freaked out.
0: I didn't think waffles was like supposed to. Because I was told. So then after Sam went. I went back and I did the Estes method, and at that point, I was the last one to go. We had had all these footsteps, the music box going off, the the Estes method that seemed to be working and correlating. And, and we we then heard... Sam comes out,
1: obviously, clearly shaken. Well, and let's—I think it's important for listeners to know that up to this point, we've had lots of uh, words come through, like run, fire, water, hell, wet. Yeah, things like that. that. So this has all happened before Salem went in. And so I'm sitting back there. If Salem hadn't gone in, I was going to go in. I just want to say that I was like, "Oh, this is my time to stop everything because ghosts never talk to me or show me any of it." <laughs> That's why I was like, "I can't let Jesse go and kill the
0: night." No, so <laughs> so I went back there. I've been saying I wanted to go the whole time. When they when but they mentioned the so es method, I was so wussy because everybody. Else, I'm that person where I'm like, "Well, they want to go too, and they want to go," and so I wanted to make sure I went. But I don't
1: mind letting other people I, go first. I almost at one point. Jumped up and was like Salem wants to go You did at
0: one point was like Salem wants to go. But then that's when Sam jumped up and I was yeah. like, I'll go
1: next. I'm they know do you I want to advocate for my sisters who are frightened to do things. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so with the Estes fine. method, you're supposed to have
0: you have noise canceling headphones directly hooked up to the spirit box and you're supposed to have a blindfold on. Because you're supposed to have that sensory deprivation too, right? Well, they
1: didn't give us a blindfold, but they put us in a dark room, which I imagine liability issues for their, 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 in a way, I mean, they're serious, but it's a light-hearted people coming to Savannah. Let's do a ghost tour. Yeah, exactly. I you imagine blindfolds are probably not a good idea in that situation. But so I sit down
0: and I have to like hold the spirit box in my lap. I sit down in this dark. You got to hold. I
1: don't know why I imagined there being a table back there with no, you. No, I wish there was, <laughs> what honestly. I because
0: like then my legs were all tense because I'm like I'm holding their equipment. So then my legs started to get tired at oh one point. God. And I'm like, See, I don't I like this.
1: Oh, I would have been more into going back there if I knew I got to hold it. I don't know why. (laughs) But anyway, it has like... Give it your energy.
0: So it's dark back there with like one emergency light around the corner and there's like this big giant bookcase here and there's, like, barrels of, like, ale and shit. And they sit you right in front of a door that leads to the tunnels. Oh, yeah, so we you're didn't staring mention that. at the, the tunnels that, live, that are under that whole area where so, they would just bury bodies that people that yeah, died. So if or, we do
1: a Moon River and uh, story, but to kind of let you guys know, there are tunnels that lead into all sorts of buildings all across the area where Moon River Brewing is currently. So they attribute that to a lot of the activity because they would kidnap people and use the tunnels to transport them to their boats and enslave them. And if they fought or if so- they disobeyed and they beat them to death or whatever, they would just leave them in the tunnels. Uh-huh. So that's important to know when she says facing one of the tunnels that one that's of the a doors tunnel leads- to death. Yes. <laughs> Hello,
0: listeners. Salem here. And I would like to clarify that I was not actually staring at the tunnel door. I was staring at a metal door that leads to a staircase that is an exit. The entrance to the tunnel was actually behind me. <laughs> and, uh, and so the lights are flashing on this box, though, and it's very disorienting in that room, especially for somebody who's had vertigo twice and I don't oh, think ever shit. really got over it completely. So that was really weird. I think I would have felt better. Because I swear, at one point, I f- felt like the bookcase was moving closer to me. And then I'd look at it, and it would be still. And then I'd look back at the door in front of me, and it would seem like the bookcase was moving closer to me. And then i look at it, and I'm like, that's just well, light disorienting me. That's
3: nothing.
1: The bookcase and
3: is haunted by a cat
1: i just want to say <laughs> that uh weed is not legal in savannah and at that point in time salem was not high so or who drunk knows? i was stone cold sober i know we we kind of all purposely were like yeah we're you, doing don't a ghost ghost you don't ghost no. investigation kind of fucked up man no. you save that for
0: afterwards After. to calm your nerves right <laughs> but so then i'm sitting there and i'm hearing voices come through but i'm having a hard time understanding them. And so at one point, I kind of like, like whisper, you're going to need to speak up if you want me to understand you. And I have no idea how loud I am. I know I'm whispering. So
1: keep in mind, Sam, who used waffles, so he had enough experiences, he wanted to be rescued, was sitting right by the doorway of where Salem was behind a curtain. I couldn't tell how loud I was because I had the noise-canceling headphones on.
0: I was trying to be very quiet. But then after I said that, a voice came through really clear, and I was like, thank you.
1: And um, let <laughs> me then, tell you what's going on on the outside. Did you hear that whispering? I'm sorry! Yeah. Was that Salem and Sam, who's already kind of on edge, Sam the man. That sounded weird, but there was a Sam female and a Sam male. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two right? Sam. Sam the man was like, I don't know, is that her? I heard it too. And, and I he was so and freaked out. George actually got up and or no, it was later, never mind. But it was so funny because it caused all this kind of uproar with those of us who were closest to the curtain <laughs> because we're like, Is that Salem or are we hearing ghosts <laughs> whisper? What is happening? But then I started getting voices that were coming through
0: and they were saying things like war, <laughs> one at one time they said wet, God, drown, ship
1: run a lot
0: well there was one time where it was like run and a lot of the time the voice comes through you can kind of tell if it's male or female but it's not very emotive you know what i mean it's kind of robotic robotic. sounding Yeah. yeah but sometimes you could hear that emotion come through so like i heard run and then get out which sounded more like more ominous like get out but then i heard run and it was like the clearest
2: yes. in
0: emotion that put tears in my eyes it was it w- well it did but while this was going on i felt two thumps on the back of my chair <gasps> which i couldn't replicate i was trying to like i was on the back of my chair trying to do it and i couldn't replicate it because it wasn't like i didn't hear anything but i felt like two bumps on the back of my chair and then at one point i felt something rub up against my leg like a cat would walking by but i don't think it was a cat it was a
3: cat no. the bookcase and your leg
0: <laughs> i don't think it was a cat and that and it, when that happened i like pulled my legs in cuz i moved my legs out cuz they were starting to get tired from holding the spirit box and i was really tense i was kept trying to relax like I didn't say I was trying to say in the beginning, like when I sat down and the girl left me, my heart was pounding so hard. Ah. I had so much anxiety because Sam had been so freaked out because of all this shit that was going on. But I also had performance anxiety because I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to say the wrong words or that I'm not going to say anything at all. I'm like, you ended up whispering and <laughs> freaking everybody out.
3: Oh, way to oh, man, go. man,
0: wait. Performance anxiety is a real thing. No,
3: but you, you, have, got, you it was, got that clear-ass run, and that's really interesting that well, you said and something and they listened. Well,
1: I just want to say something yeah. you didn't hear that I don't even think I told you about your name. So I think at the beginning, people thought I was just trying to be witchy because I was like, okay, Salem, like, do... Get your witchy on, or, or something. something like that. And I was like, Get my bitchy and on, then I, and, when, <laughs> and then I said something, but then I kept talking about it. And then at one point, I said your name again, and they're like, Wait, is that her name? I'm like, Yeah, that's her real name. Like, they thought that I was making it up to be creepy. I'm like, No, her name's Salem, and they were like, What's your name? I'm like, Oh, pff, I'm just Jessica, she's the only one with a cool name.
3: <laughs>
1: that's so and, funny. And I think it was Sam, was like, That's not cool. <laughs> So then I kept getting like we're getting more stuff. Girl Sam, Me, female Sam, I should say. Sorry, and then um, in case it ever one of the words
0: this. that came through very clearly was boobs. <laughs> and I am not joking. And it was one of the last it was words boobs. before your mom. And you're supposed to like out. say female or male voice or whatever. And I'm like boobs, female voice, and then I was like. It was boobs. Like not, I I just want to clarify, I said it twice, like boobs, it was boobs.
1: Which is funny because
0: we were all like, did she say boobs or boots
2: with a (laughs) t-t-t-t?
0: Yeah, and after I came out, I I let them all know. That uh, it was it was boots or boobs, not boots. It was very clearly boobs. And but at that time, somebody BDSM came up. They were asking. George kept trying to ask about the whorehouse because they kept trying to turn it to the soldiers, the soldiers that were had because this has a lot of history. So there's a lot of things that happened here. And, but then whenever we would get like a female voice or something, George I, would try I, to, I, or yeah. Dad,
1: grandpa would too try to like focus on the whorehouse because what that's the probably the female voice. Because one of the legends is that they see this like white lady, and many people believe it was the madam who ran the brothel at the time that it was a brothel protecting her women who worked for her. Yeah. And so every time there was a female voice, I tried that too, especially when she said boobs. I was like, boobs, did you work in the brothel? Like, you know, and then they started talking about fucking soldiers again. Well, but BDSM came up on well, that little
0: app or something. It came
1: up And before, then I said boobs. Well, it came up before. There was some sort of conversation that I don't remember exactly now where something had come up about being tied up or something because some of the words that had come through and... And I think it was Micah who said, like, BDSM. And then all of a sudden we were getting BDSM on that box and hearing boobs. and Yeah, so. like, f- from what I understand. But then the final straw, and it was probably just the disorientation
0: from the lights and stuff, but I saw a shadow form move over by where the bookcase was. And I was like, at that point, I mean, like, I was getting disoriented. I'd stare at the door and, like, it's sometimes, like, everything, the room would shift. You know how sometimes you just get right, that totally. and from the end? so I was like, nah, eh, it's probably nothing. But this is really disorienting. I thought about it. Like, I wasn't scared. I don't want anyone to think that I was like, waffles. I wasn't.
1: She, she was very calm.
0: I, I, but, but I did say, actually, I was actually like,
1: the first one came out Almost sounding like a question, waffles. <laughs> <laughs> and then George comes tearing behind the curtain. It was, well, well, we, it was so hilarious. That wasn't the first time because at one point during all that it's your when mom I got touched. I went. <sighs> yeah, your mom it, this is what it this is what I pictured when I heard it, because I know your mom. Cheeks full of air, little tiny opening in her mouth going yes because I was calming myself down because exactly I know you and George like start he's like is she okay and started to go back and Salem was like get out of here no I just looked at him I was like
2: (laughs) and I said on the outside I was like
1: dude if you go in there and interrupt her when she doesn't say waffles she will never forgive you I told George I said like unless you hear her collapse on the ground do not go back
0: there I said if we do ghost investigations together him and I will have a private personal safe word that nobody else knows so that he knows when to come tearing in and when everything's fine. I was like I wasn't even freaked out. I was trying to not sound freaked out. Right. I was like trying really hard you to, to, to not be center yourself. Well, and just like I didn't want to freak anyone else out. I was just like, "Okay, I'm done. Well, I'm ready. I'm tired."
1: Right, I'm a little dizzy. Let's go. Waffles, waffles. It was kind of questioning, like as uh, I recall. But it was that is one you of said the most. It ag- and then you said it again. Waffles. Like, <laughs> hey, did you guys hear my question? And, like, <laughs> oh my waffles. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> like, so, so. I don't want to say timid. I can't think of the right word, but like, so Salem, like I don't want to put anybody out, but waffles. <laughs> please, Can you interrupt me from this thing now? Because I'm dizzy. Right? Um, like I'm getting a little freaked out. So waffles? Anybody? That, was, that was the
0: most profound experience I think I've had though. It was really That's cool. Awesome. And we're getting a spirit box and we are setting up our ghost <laughs> investigation <laughs> uh, group. Yes. Is it,
1: I'm so excited I have my teeth against the mic. Is it, is it weird that if I had done the S method I probably would have asked them if I could lay down and hold the spirit box on my stomach because I could see me that's the position I would want to be in if I was doing that I'd want to be laying down holding the spirit box on my stomach and with my eyes closed just listening do you think they would have freaked out if they I might have <laughs> they
0: might have been like that's the you gotta pay more well for but that. like
1: that's just where I feel like I'm most in tune with the universe is when I'm like laying down like that yeah, I get it in a prone position you know, and I focus on my core. I don't know why, but I feel everything there. That's where my heart lies. It's weird. I don't know. I'm rambling now, but I have somehow had two beers already. Well, so. we're going to take a
0: break, I think, now, unless there's anything we want to add. Did we do anything else,
1: though, that is worth talking about? No, when I... We did the trolley... Did we say the trolley tour? Which no, we was didn't. We did the trolley tour. Historic trolley tour, trolley tour. It was fun our driver was incredibly energetic and enthusiastic which i love fun yeah and uh so we got to see historic places which is where we learned a lot about something we alluded to but never actually talked about how there's dead bodies all over savannah with buildings built on top because you have to think about their history right revolutionary war they had multiple battles in well at least one big one but they had multiple battles in savannah And they just left their dead there, right? Like both sides left their dead there. So yeah, so that was kind of fun. Even the cemetery, the cemetery
0: that's like in the middle of the old historic district, is too small. Is they just built on top of it to build some of the city? So there's like blocks going all directions around the cemetery where there's just bodies underneath where they built.
1: And they have some memorials with the names of the people who they know are there, but. What they've done, they discover these bodies as they're trying to modernize the town. Like some were discovered in like 1980, I think it was, or something, as they're trying to relay sewer lines Mm -hmm. or power lines. And then, like, the decision has been like, this is where they were put to rest. We'll just leave them there. So, even in more modern times, they have decided to kind of build over it and do what they can to put well, up and, memorials and things. But like it's thousands of bodies that they would have to try to find well, a place for. And I think at Cheeseman park. And I think of
0: right? the disrespect that they gave to every single body that they dug up and broke into pieces to fit into tiny little boxes mm-hmm. and relocated yep. without headstones, mixing bodies up together. It's almost more respectful to just let them lie where they're at, knowing that yes. they're there and not disrupt. Pay your respects when you can. Not and, yeah, not disrupt their final resting space. But yeah, uh, but uh, acknowledge and, the fact they're there and
1: pay your respects. Right, you know? and I feel like that's was forefront in their minds. The way they talked about it, anyway, when we were there, that was forefront in their minds when deciding whether or not to build over them or not. But they did do things like rerouted their plans for sewer lines and electrical mm-hmm. lines around where they did. So it wasn't like they just went through them if they if they could avoid it they didn't And they've got memorials all over the city. And that may not be where one of the people is buried or it may not be where twenty, but right there they're remembering the people who are buried somewhere over Savannah. So I thought that was kinda cool. It seemed respectful and they acknowledged it. Like multiple tours we went on talked about it. Like, look, this is you know I mean, we
0: did go on ghost and true crime tours, so they're (laughs) gonna acknowledge
1: even the historical tour Mm -hmm. acknowledged it. The historic tour did, you know. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. One of the other things I just want to highlight from Savannah that I really thought was cool is when we went to the Owens Thomas House. Oh yeah, that was cool. Well, and how they and I've and I saw this at a couple other places in Savannah. Like I noticed our trolley tour guide used this language, but and so did our ghost tour guide. But they do not refer to. Um, the Africans I'm not even gonna call them African Americans because at this time they were Africans who were brought over and enslaved they don't call them slaves because that's not their identity. They call them enslaved persons or enslaved women. they call the people who owned them their enslavers or you know their captors and I thought that was really cool because you know if I take Jane Doe a, she was, a woman who lived a life who had horrible circumstances thrust upon her, but her identity wasn't slave and she, but she was an enslaved woman. Yeah. And yeah. I really thought that was cool and saw it a few other places that I thought was neat. I love Agreed. that.
2: It's just more of that person first language that people are trying to use in a lot of different areas, like disabled people yeah. or um, like, yeah, I think that is and something that is starting to change. It more adds focus a lot on the person before.
3: More humanity yeah. to the, the whole situation. Well, and especially and, for it. And it allows for more of an emotional, kind of visceral connection, you yeah.
2: know? And especially when a lot of these marginalized groups are constantly. Um, like dehumanitized what's the mm-hmm. word for that Yeah, dehumanized, dehumanized. dehumanized. <laughs> yeah othered, dehumanized and, and othered than. and like the whole goal is to make it so that the person doesn't matter that they then become this group of right. kind of like anonymous you're, things you're instead like, of being actual human you're beings. like the
1: faceless figures you can get as icons and yeah. powerpoint right yeah. like you're just a group of them And so I thought that was really cool. Well, I think that we should take our break now. Yes, we should. Anything else you wanted to add? I did want to add that poor
0: Sam is probably never going to go back to the (gasps) Moon River Brewery. Well, because didn't he he have some
1: things at the theater, too, or something? No, he said
0: he liked the—he investigated the Savannah Theater also. They do tours there. And uh, he said he liked the theater a lot more because the energy was much friendlier. He'd never go back.
1: let's open the door or something. I want to talk, but I want to not melt.
3: Hey, little shemmies. Thanks for tuning in. While we were on our break, I just wanted to let you guys know how you can get a hold of us. If you wanted to send us an email with your spooky stories, I'm still waiting for you to tell me those so I could tell them to you. Our email is ffsthepodcast at gmail.com. We'd also love to hear from you on the various social media sites where FFS the podcast on Instagram and on Twitter and On Facebook, you can find us at E-F-F-E-D Up Storytime. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. We love you, Shammies. And uh, back to the show.
1: We are back from break. Yay. Yay. That could be a sound bite. I can't even. Words gone. Mmm. Are we ready for the story? Ooh. I think it might be time to get into I wanted, the story. I don't know why I had this urge to call you all bitches and be like, Are you ready for the story, bitches? bitches but, then and I went, yeah. but then I was like, <coughs> I'm sorry, I mean whores, because that's what we all are. That's what you are, according yeah. to the ghosts at the Moon River Brewery. Well, I'm ready to <laughs> whore it up right now. Let's so, go. whore it up with your go. story. All right, so today I am going to talk about what I will call from now on the Yogtse case. It may be that it's supposed to be the Y-O-G-T-Z-E case, but I just but it's all one word. Yugtsee. It's all one word capitalized. I played that game. Yogtse. I know that's when I what? first thought the Yahtzee case. Yaugzi! It's also been Sorry. referred to as the Autobahn riddle. Oh okay. we I've never heard that. of any of so, so, those. Autobahn. The Autobahn. So this is still considered one of the most mysterious unsolved cases in Germany. So we're going to talk a little bit about Gunther Stoll, which I realize every time I try to do a German accent, I veer into like Swedish or Norse. And s- We really need to Gunther. do some like
0: personal accent classes between us. Or at least by
1: a tape or something. We're way, all going like. to learn German accent today. Uh, Gunther Stoll, Stoll probably. Stoll, yeah. Gunther Stoll, <laughs> Stoll. was a food engineer from Enshausen. An- I can't even talk now. All right, so he was from Anschausen, somewhere in Germany. I looked it up on a map, but not knowing anything about Germany, it really didn't make any sort of connection or realization it's like, yep, there to it me. Is okay. Or, okay, there it is it's in Germany. There. Yep. In October of 1984, he was currently unemployed and he had been suffering from paranoia. For some time, he had been telling his wife that they, in quotes, were after him. He even said something to the effect of, they're on my tail. And he suggested that they wanted to harm him. So this was chalked up to paranoia. He thinks people are after him. You know, his wife could never get details out of them, but he would talk to his wife a lot about, they are after me. They're going to do, you know, they're going to do something. Sounds Uh kind of schizophrenic. A little bit, yeah. Then, on October 25th of 1984, Stoll was just sitting in his armchair in his bedroom when suddenly he jumped up and shouted, Jutsch mir ein Licht auf! Or, now I've got it. Now I've got it! Jutsch mir ein Licked now I've got it. Um, he then, on a piece of paper, wrote down the letters Y O G T Z E. Some of the things I saw showed it, and and his wife's recreation of the note, which she didn't keep, I guess, is what it said. Um, there was an apostrophe between the G and the T. So it was like Y O G apostrophe T Z E. Y got C. Why... Y. We also have to think like in
0: German German (laughs) words,
1: which we don't know. So it's harder for us to kind of even decode because it's not going to make a word we recognize. Right. So he wrote that on a piece of paper and then he immediately crossed it out. So he got up, wrote it, crossed it out. Soon after, he went to his favorite pub. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Maybe it was just a to-do list in his own little shorthand. Like, (laughs) do this and you can go to the pub. And then he goes and he crossed it out and he went to the pub.
2: (laughs)
1: I've got it. Um, When he got to the pub, he ordered a beer and while sitting on a stool at the bar, he lost consciousness and just fell off the stool, injuring his face. When he woke up, he said he told the innkeeper and patrons that he had, quote, suddenly gone. <laughs> hmm. Witnesses at the pub state that he was not intoxicated. So he wasn't under the influ- influence. And they do report that he lost consciousness. So mm-hmm. witnesses at the pub say he lost consciousness. So weird, right? After waking up, he abruptly left the pub and drove off in his VW Golf. A Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. In Germany. (laughs) Go figure. Deutschland. So no one knows where he was for the next hour or so, but... Oh, and I forgot to give a time. Sorry. So when he jumped up and said, now I've got it, it was just before 11 p.m. And then he went to the pub and passed out and left. Nobody knows where he was between then and about 1 a.m. But at 1 a.m. he shows up in Heigerschielbach. Um, which is a town he grew up in, I'm not saying that again because that one I couldn't even find a pronunciation online that I could listen to, so while he was there, he met up with an they called her an old woman that he knew as a child who lived near where his parents lived, where he grew up. He told her that there was going to be a quote terrible event, and that quote something's going to happen tonight something pretty terrifying. So the old woman obviously was a little bit concerned about his demeanor and also how late it was. And she told him he should go see his parents. They lived nearby, right? Stoll refused because he believed his parents wouldn't understand what's going on and told the old woman that he would just go home and talk to his wife. I mean, If I was
0: talking to a grown man that was married and he was acting crazy, I would be like, go see your wife, not go see your mommy and daddy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they were close by, though. I think that's
1: the thing he had driven. I couldn't really figure out how far away Anschauser was from the word I'm not going to say again. How do you spell them? Heiger Seelbach. And, no, that isn't how you spell anything. I know, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. So, finding it. So, he shows up in Heigerschielbach. He tells that lady that. he tells. So, our conversation was more about, like, yeah, I would tell him to go talk to his wife. But that could have been a ways away. I don't know what the drive was. It was one in the morning. And his parents lived nearby. So, he indicated he was going to go home and talk to his wife instead. But he never made it home. Now, around 3 a.m., two truck drivers noticed a vw golf crashed on the side of the road about 60 miles from heiger if you are german i apologize um i mean uh, as much as we have to
0: apologize to everyone in the world that we've offended with our poor pronunciation (laughs) i mean i guess that's
1: the thing though like people who try to learn english have accents so Mm -hmm. why shouldn't we have an accent,
0: and people that make fun of those people are should, dickheads. And I'll punch them and in the throat if I see them,
1: and never yeah. be able to procreate. Yep, exactly. Anyway, or so speak. they so they see this VW Golf crashed in a trench on the side of the road, about sixty miles from the town where Stoll grew up. Now, one of the drivers went to get help essentially contact law enforcement, while the other stayed and went to check out the car to see what he could see. As he got to the car, he found a completely naked stole, barely conscious, and severely injured, sitting in the passenger seat. That's a pretty cool car. (laughs) And you can find (laughs) pictures of it, like the trunk's open and it's smashed. What is this guy's name? I'm going to look it up. Gunther... Stoll. Stoll. S-T-O-L-L. So he found this completely naked Stoll who was barely conscious and severely injured and oddly enough in the passenger seat. Now Stoll was able to tell this driver who found him that there were four men who were with him. And when asked if these men were his friends, he said no. And he said these four men ran off after the crash. So, emergen- so he was
0: alive. He was alive. He was and al- naked in the car. For some reason, I thought he was
1: dead. He, barely conscious. Um, emergency services came and took Stol, uh, but he died of his injuries en route to the hospital. So the what question- were his injuries? So well, uh, blunt force trauma. So basically. he did end um, up dying. Okay. So so what the hell happened? So we've got this weird night with Stol, right? He. Has been paranoid for a while, thinks people are after him, jumps up and writes this cryptic message um, on a piece of paper and runs off to his pub where he passes out, loses consciousness and then runs off again Hmm. and then is found naked, severely injured, like mortally injured with blunt force trauma in his car, but in the passenger seat.
0: And he says four guys were there with him. Did he say the four guys
1: hurt him? They just were
0: there with him.
1: All I could find was that he said there were four (laughs) men in the car with him who ran away after the crash. Maybe people
0: really were after
1: him. Well, maybe. I don't know. This is where I was going to take a break. I told you my story is kind of (laughs) short. So we'll just continue on. So what the fuck happened to Gunther Stoll? Stoll. Yeah, that is a question. Was it a fight club? Did he beat himself up? Um, so we'll talk a little bit. Oh, about- wait, I just gave away the uh, don't key talk- twist I, uh, of Fight Club. I've never actually
3: seen Bike <laughs> Club. That's cool to know.
1: Oh, shit. All right. So, the investigation wow. from the very beginning, detectives believed this wasn't a typical traffic accident. Um, you think
0: like Aww. all of
1: his clothes <laughs> got knocked off in the accident and he got bumped into the passenger right, seat? Right. And there's, there's no. Tr- no sign of a driver, so, and he's naked. And the other thing is, I couldn't find anything that indicated if his clothes were around. It seemed like his clothes weren't even at the accident. So, like, weird. Okay. So, like, yeah, there were f- several things that didn't make a lot of sense. Like, we were just talking about why was he naked and where were his clothes? Like, how did he end up naked and where did he leave his clothes? In addition, the injuries he had, they were blunt force trauma injuries, but they weren't consistent with the the uh, circumstances of this car crash. So, based on their investigation and every and how the car crashed, his wounds did not match the pattern that w- is indicative that he was sitting in that passenger seat and had been jostled around. So what they concluded was that what they determined this indicated was that he was injured elsewhere, whether he was hit by a car or in a different accident or attacked, placed in the passenger seat and then driven to the side of the accident. Okay. The other thing they noticed about his nudeness is that it appeared that he had been injured after he was already nude. I saw a couple uh, things that indicated he was like run over by a car, but I couldn't find anything definite. But he was naked, injured, placed in the passenger seat of his own car, driven, t- and there was an accident, and he was left, is um, what they kind of determined.
0: That is weird, though. So they stripped him. So maybe they were trying to humiliate him first or something. Who knows? I don't know.
1: I mean, are they... I mean, is this the something's going to happen? Something pretty terrifying that he was telling... Uh, you know the I, I hate that I only have the old woman everything I read the <laughs> old woman who he went and visited <laughs> like she has no name and she's just an old woman she's what I want to be when I grow up I feel like just the old the woman, old woman the and old... you don't go to her house because she's scary and she'll curse you the old
0: woman and his nudeness <laughs> <laughs> It's a kid's storybook. It's, book. it's <laughs> you and George in 10 years.
1: It's us now. The other weird thing is that the two drivers that actually saw the accident and found Stoll, while they were in that area, very close to that area, they saw an injured man in a white jacket wandering near the crash. So the, the crash was near a specific exit, which I just, at that point, it gave up on pronouncing German And the fact that unless we have German listeners, they're probably not going to even know what I'm talking about. Just an exit. There was an exit ramp to somewhere where this crash was near and near that exit, the two drivers had seen an injured man in a white jacket wandering around.
2: They didn't stop for him.
1: I don't know. It's Germany in 1984. I don't know what it was like for Gunther I, I, well, but that was a clear sign of a crash. I, guess. I mean, I could just see some guy see running that. through kind of like an area.
0: Or, I wouldn't stop now st- for somebody. Stumble, that I just was, yeah, I might stop and around. call the police and be like, I am here. But It's 1984. So they yeah, can't. so they don't have cell phones.
1: I could see that, too, because like a car accident is a clear accident. He could be some weird mentally. But if you uns-
2: see the car accident, they're stopping for the car accident and then they see this man well, and they I don't leave know. the man and go to the car accident? Uh, well, I don't know
1: that they, when they saw him, if it was before they came upon the accident and he, they'd already driven past okay. him or if it was near, the, in the general area of where the accident was, where the car was found, they had seen this guy walking around that's all i know it's it's kind of funny because this is like german one of germany's greatest mysteries still but there's not a lot to find on it like i had wikipedia and i found like a couple sites and it's still very kind of vague everything that happened. so it so i don't know why the drivers (laughs) didn't help him i don't know when they saw him but kind of weird it is weird um there were other drivers and i don't I couldn't find anything about how they came forward, if they stopped when they saw the accident or if they stopped when they saw the emergency vehicles or if they came forward later because the authorities asked for help. But there were reports of other drivers that saw a hitchhiker near the area of the crash and also a pickup off on the side of the road near the area of the crash. But none of those folks were ever found.
0: And it might have been witnesses that came out after the, like, right. oh, there's this accident.
1: Well, I saw this weird thing. Exactly. I just couldn't find anything for what it was. Yeah. And I don't like not being able to say, like, oh, these witnesses came forward after. So I always put that disclaimer. There were witnesses. I don't know when they came forward really? with this information. Okay. So far, nobody has ever been able to definitively determine what Yonktsi means. Um, There has been no word found in any known language Hmm. that it represents. Some people believe that the G, so Y-O-G-T-Z-E, was actually supposed to be a six. And if you see, so you can see online a rendering, I don't know what you call it, of what his wife remembered his note looking like that she wrote out, but the original Yogg-C was like never saved or... Yeah, um, why would
0: it be? You don't have so can, right like, cameras readily available necessarily. Yeah,
1: um, but the way the G was written, there's a lot of people who think that it was actually supposed to be a six, and YO6TZE is actually a call sign to a Romanian radio station. Oh, however, they have never been able to make any sort of connection between Gunther Stolz and that radio station. So why would he write it down? Right. Yeah.
0: I do have to say that when I first started working as a vet tech, you know, you have whiteboards where you have to write down names and procedures and like. Times and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. And I had enough people complain That my G's look like sixes That I now write my G Very specifically with like The little mm-hmm. thing on it So you can't say because I'm like That's clearly a G and they're like it looks like Because I would just go brute, yep. Rather than have it come up with the and so I could see how a six would easily be, especially yeah, if you're like totally. injured or cause he wrote that when he was, no, he wrote no, that when he was He okay. was like
1: sitting in his, so the way yeah, it was so maybe it was just his, his handwriting. favorite armchair. Well, he was armchair. excited, he was he excited and paranoid out. and he thought he'd he was just, just discovered something.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: So the lead investigator on in the case has said that like they have followed about 1200, more than 1200 leads and have found no meaningful connection or information after they've chased us down. But they do review this case every year to see what they can find. Um, but at this point... it's interesting. They keep it open and review yeah. it every year. That's kind of cool. Well, I mean, it's definitely suspicious, right? He didn't just get in a car but accident. But we don't
0: do that with our cold cases. At some point, they get put on a back burner, and then just we don't ever revisit them until we have evidence that maybe makes us. It would be kind it of depends. cool.
1: It depends on the area. There are a lot more uh, cities That are creating cold case squads and actually revisiting cases on a regular basis, but it's not nationwide yet for sure. It would be a cool system if just once a year, each department Mm -hmm. pulled out their cold
0: cases. Obviously, we'd probably need more man people, man people, (laughs) right? More people. Or or people power, man power. Human power. Human
1: power. People power. Need more resources. Yes, we need
0: more resources to be able to do stuff like that. Humans can be resources, so (laughs) I
1: mean yeah, our body our body can actually be fuel. (laughs) That's all I've got. They still don't know to this day what happened. And that's all the information you they've gotta been able wonder, to uncover. Was he
0: really paranoid? Was he
1: having a psychotic break? Was he schizophrenic? Or were there Did really he- fucking people after him? I know, him? right? Did he hallucinate all of it, including driving himself there while he hallucinated? He was in the passenger seat and moving over after the crash. And there's and just fa- a lot of hitchhikers in that because neighborhood. Because he had been going on and on about they're after him, they, them. Was it for a while? Fight Club. I don't know. Aliens. But was, or was it, was, did he know about aliens and they were after him? And that's why he was paranoid, right? Like they did extensive research into his background, even. Ch- chasing the idea I think it was the Netherlands he went to frequently huh. chasing the idea that he went down there for drug deals yeah and, he's involved in some sort and of nefarious disper- and disproved it there was no evidence that Damn. I know right it's crazy huh. interesting so was, I, yeah. I my personal opinion is
0: it was a fight club scenario mm.
1: oh no gone I th- too far I think it's uh, beings from an alternate dimension oh okay I think then it's kind going going of going out there out I think there. it's kind of like a quantum leap thing he was sent back to change time i don't know because if this Could guy be? didn't die the world exploded he was a food engineer so maybe he created gmos and they just wanted <gasps> to get rid of was, them did he create red dye number 40 <laughs> maybe i don't know he was Any- an unemployed food engineer i couldn't didn't see anything that specifically said this but i was got, he
0: unemployed for a reason. i got the
1: impression he was unemployed because of his paranoia it's hard to work with a guy like that. and
0: I hate to say it, even if it's real. Well, that was an effed up story, Jess. It was. Now I mean, it's uh, time for
1: something not effed up. Effed up in the sense of what the fuck happened yeah. to Gunther Stoll? What happened? Gunther. Is it time for the not PP pee corner, bitches? PP corner. No. What did I we do? I hate <laughs> Belle. Oh, things. One, one thing one. doesn't
0: That's suck. Right. Let me you got to do all higher, I can though. think of is one is thing
1: does it suck? But all I can think of now is Meet the Jetsons. What's the dad George. George. George? It says something about George and then Jane, his wife.
0: <laughs> 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 there boy Elroy. All right. What is your thing that doesn't suck, Jesse?
1: My. So this is very personal to me and nobody else might care, but I loved the shit out of this movie and was insanely excited when it came out and I remember going to see it in El Dorado, Kansas. Yes, El Dorado, Kansas in their tiny little theater when it came out that summer. But 30 years ago today, Jurassic Park was released nationwide. (gasps)
3: Tell the fun story. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait. Alright, that's enough.
1: You guys have to stop. Wait. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> It's just t- the wrong tone to last that long, Salem. <laughs> Pick a different note next time. But it was the perfect note. You heard it. Except she had started singing after you, so she adjusted her notes to you. But it was still, so I true. think that's the key it was in, though. I don't
0: know. Okay, ready?
1: I'm
0: yes. good at this. We no, discovered is- I'm good at no, this. No, no, no,
1: that is the key, but I don't yeah, remember uh yeah, 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 a- no.
3: Hang on.
0: Well, there's drama, Jess. There's shh, drama. Shh, shh everybody. Shh.
3: Oh, wait, my volume's not up. Okay, you guys gotta stop.
2: To Jurassic
3: Park. I am right.
0: Were you? It's in the same key. <laughs> I was so right. Oh, I was so right. Oh. I was so right. i so fucking right. Hey, bright. Hannah. Santa, Santa, Hannah. Hannah. <laughs>
1: Kick the shit out of your mom, right in her shin, okay. for me. Tell you can tell her it's from me. Oh.
3: I was right. Um. I got to tell a fun story last night when we went to the drive-in to see the new Spider-Man movie about how the first drive-in experience I remember was going to see the second Jurassic Park oh. and like the very first scene is like that little girl getting mauled by all those <laughs> tiny dinosaurs <laughs> on the beach and I oh, was a little God. girl I'm and sure. I got so fucking scared I and I ended up burying my face into the pillow and forcing myself to go to sleep. I think I remember telling you just go to sleep <laughs> it's okay. and that started In my lifelong tradition of every time I go to the drive-in, I go to sleep. I paid $10 last night to
1: take a nap. (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I remember but but so that's my my happy thought or whatever the fuck we're calling it. Because I love the shit out of that movie. And it's just memories too. So I would have been eleven when it came out, which means that summer when I saw it in El Dorado, Kansas. I would have been Eldorado. about I would have been 11 going on 12 which means. but that just brings back memories for me of that summer with and the summers before with Uncle Matt cuz he took us to so many movies all the times we drove to Wichita. Yeah. That's a place in Kansas for those of you who don't know. And would go see movies like Batman forever. Oh my god. Part of why so many movies are of that time or like impactful to me is because uncle matt showed it to us or took us there yeah and definitely oh all right
3: unless anyone has anything to add no thanks shemmies for tuning in yeah come back next time for some more movie talk we've had a lot more (laughs) engagement on our facebook recently and we appreciate it keep spreading us around keep telling us about your friends keep Keep telling us to your friends. <laughs>
2: telling Start telling us about your friends. <laughs> you,
3: who are your friends? I want to know. If them. you want to email us in, it's us about your live? friends. You can tell us about your friends. I want to know if who you want to give somebody a shout out. Their age. Know. Are we your friends? Am the, I your friend? The am am color friend? of their eyes. We're your friends? Am I your Where friends? they live? We love you. Anyway, goodbye. Yeah. We're unhinged today.